Welcome, 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 women, to another exciting episode of Relentless, the podcast. I am your host, Dr. Janae Bryce, and it is my pleasure to share with you what thus saith the Lord to us today. Um, as is my custom, I'd like to give a shout out to those churches, associations, nonprofits, um, organizations who have allowed me to share my gift down through the years, whether it was sharing a word of poetry, speaking on a Sunday morning, um, anniversaries, appreciations, conventions, conferences, whether on land or by sea. I just thank God that you have allowed me to share. So today's shout out goes to the Greater Whittington Temple Church of God in Christ in Oakland, California. Uh, Pastor and Sister Wheeler, thank you for allowing me to share my gift down through the years. And I, like Paul, say to you, as he said to the church at Philippi, I thank my God upon every remembrance of you. May you live long in the service of our God. So as I ask the Lord what to share today to God's women, and I went down in prayer and I asked the Lord, what is it that you are trying to get across to the women today? And he led me to a familiar story, a familiar passage of scripture uh, found in St. Mark chapter 14, verses three through nine. St. Mark chapter 14 three through nine. And again, I'll be reading from the beloved King James version of scripture. Um, it's, it's just my preference and you all know, please feel free to read out of any version you would like. Again, St. Mark 14, three through nine. And it reads, and being in Bethany in the house of Simon, the leper, as he sat at meat, there came a woman having an alabaster box of ointment of spike nard, very precious, and she break the box and poured it on his head. And there were some that had indignation within themselves and said, why was this waste of the ointment made? For it might have been sold for more than 300 pence and have been given to the poor. And they murmured against her. Look at that. Look at six. And Jesus said, let her alone. Why trouble ye her? She hath wrought a good work on me. For ye have the poor with you always, and whensoever ye will, ye may do them good. But me ye have not always. She hath done what she could. She has come aforehand to anoint my body to the burying. Verily I say unto you, wheresoever this gospel shall be preached throughout the whole world, this also that she hath done shall be spoken of for a memorial of her. <laughs> God bless the reading, the hearing and the doing of his words. St. Mark 14, three through nine. And we're going to use as a subject today. Use me, Lord. Use me, Lord. Now, you all, some of you will remember if you old school, Bill Withers had a song back in the day. Oh, you just keep on using me till you use me up. Now, uh, that's a little dangerous when you're talking human to human. But not so when you're talking about humans to God. Lord, I tell you, use me, Lord, in thy service. Draw me nearer every day. Lord, I'm willing to run on all the way. Use me, Lord. So with this uh, topic in mind, 
and this woman's story in mind, we've got four points and then we're going to be out of your way. Four points today. Let's look at number one. This woman's identity. This woman's identity. Look at verse three. And being in Bethany in the house of Simon the leper, as he sat at meat, there came a woman having an alabaster box of ointment of spikenard, very precious, and she broke the box and poured it on his head. Verse three says she is a woman. Now, of course, we've gone over this definition several times, but it bears noting again. Um, the word woman, according to Webster's Dictionary, means an adult female person. But of course, you know, by now, the Lord gave me a, a different definition for the word woman some years ago as I was studying and as I was teaching going all across the country and across the this land and the breadth and the width of this land, um, sharing with women. He gave me this definition of the word woman, that mature member of the female persuasion whose stripes have been earned by the lesson she's learned. And of course, it means she's been there and done that. It means every wrinkle, she's earned it. Every gray hair, she's earned it. And if she gained a few pounds, she's earned that too. Woman then is the opposite of man. Where men are straight, women have curves. Where men are visual, women are verbal. And though she is the opposite of man, she is also different than a girl. <laughs> I'm reminded, girls read recipes, women write them. Girls sometimes are easily impressed with certain characteristics, but a woman can spot um, a joker from a mile away. <laughs> See, girls tend to be easily impressed. Women, eh, not so much. <laughs> there is a special place in the heart of God for women. How do you know, Sister Bryce? Who did he meet at the well? A woman. Who came to him with the issue of blood? A woman. And whom did he choose to carry the Christ child who would one day carry our sins away? He chose a woman. The Bible says in verse three, there came a woman. And that's interesting. And, and I'm going to throw this in for free. In my book, I talk about the fact that women have a special place in the heart of God. And in my book of poetry called Away With Words, Poem, Prose and Other Masterpieces, um, I'm, I talk about the fact that there came a woman. So don't be surprised where a woman will show up. You look up and she's standing right there. There came a woman. There is a special place in the heart of God for women. So point number one is her identity. She is a woman. And let me throw this in for free too. Um, women, do not trade your femininity for masculinity. Don't do it. God created you this way for a reason, for a reason. Be proud of your curves, hips, lips, and fingertips. Be proud of your eyes and thighs that come in every size. Be proud. The Lord made you on purpose. Before you were formed in your mother's womb, God said, I knew thee. So one, her identity. Number two, her individuality. Because see, you're either going to be male or female. I, I, I know 
I might get some backlash from people. I, I know. But see, the identity, when you're born, they tell you, boy or girl. They, boy or girl. But individuality goes deeper than that. It's not just two choices. I'm an individual. That means I am unique. Though we are all women, there's something special about you. There's something special about me. Something unique. No two fingerprints are exactly the same. I'm not sure about that. I think identical twins might be. That's another topic for another lesson. All right, let's go. Her individuality. What makes this woman stand out? What is it about her? Again, in verse three, we get our answer. Number one, she broke in. Look, and being in Bethany in the house of Simon the leper, as he sat at meat, there came a woman. Now, now there's some interesting um, cultural dynamics going on here. The Bible says in verse three that Jesus was in the house of Simon the leper having supper, eating dinner with his boys. Uh, it, it was just him and his boys. That's who was supposed to be there. That's who was there. And according to Jewish custom, women were forbidden to associate publicly with men. Okay. See, you can't just have a text without a context. And yes, this was happening in a greater context. And in this context, in this part of the world, during this time, men and women did not associate publicly. It just simply wasn't done. The Bible says there came a woman. She had no invitation. She broke in. She had no admiration. She broke in. Even though there was much indignation, she broke in. Breaking and entering gets you what? Three to five? <laughs> Come on. Let me throw this in for free. Don't be surprised where a woman will show up. Because if you can use anything, Lord, you can use me. She broke in. Jesus and his boys having dinner. Chilling at Simon the leper's house. And let me throw this in too. Do you see? Jesus would associate with people that other people wouldn't associate with. He's at the house of Simon the leper. Anybody named Simon the leper? Other folks were trying to avoid. Not Jesus. He came where he was. Jesus is the friend of the outcast. The lowly. The shut out, the shut down. And maybe that's why this woman felt comfortable in his company. Oh, she broke in. Number one, she broke in. Number two, she broke the rules. Now, 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 now understand. She knew the rules. She was raised on the rules. And any other day, she may have followed the rules, but there was something different about this particular day. Let, let, let me let me throw this in for free. There comes a time in every woman's life when rules and convention will no longer get the job done. When staying in your lane and keeping quiet and, 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 and not rocking the boat ain't going to get it no more. Uh -huh. I, I read a quote some time ago that says, um, well-behaved women rarely make history. Come on, Kamala Harris. Come on, Michelle Obama. Come on, Coretta Scott King. Come on, Rosa Parks. Come on, Maya Angelou. Come on. Well-behaved women rarely make history. Why? Because there comes a time when being still and being quiet ain't going to cut it no more. Mm -mm. 
Mm-mm. You remember the woman with the issue of blood. She was unclean, unhealthy, and unwelcome. But she pushed through that crowd and reached out and touched Jesus. She shouldn't have been there. They didn't want her there. But none of, none of that matters when you make up in your mind that I've got to get to Jesus. Now, she woke up that day, perhaps like any other day, had spent all her money, had gone to every doctor she could. She was not made any better, but she just grew worse and she grew poorer and nothing was getting the job done. She needed a miracle. And I'm talking to somebody who needs a miracle today. You've tried all you knew. You listen to all the folks you're going to listen to. There comes a time when you're going to just have to bust a move. It don't look right. It don't sound right. Uh, folk don't like you. They're going to be talking about you. But again, this ain't about you. This is about what I need from the Lord. Is there a woman anywhere who has given up on convention and tradition? You say, bump all that. I need what I need. And I know it don't look right. I know y'all going to have plenty to say. But this ain't even about you today. None of it matters when you make up in your mind that I've got to get to Jesus. She broke the rules. There will be some Sundays, you know, and I know we shutting down again. This COVID-19 is no joke, but there will be some days when, when, when service as usual simply will not do. Churches always ain't going to cut it. When you've got to reach way down on the inside and risk looking foolish to some folk, looking silly and out of order. And on days like that, when you feel like telling somebody um, like David told them, if you don't like the way I worship today, if you don't like it and I'm too loud and doing too much, I will become even more undignified than this. Tell your neighbor, SOS, scoot over some. <laughs> now tell yourself, it's all right to bust a move. Honey, 2020 has been a mug of a year, hasn't it? I mean, cases still rising. And we got the announcement today that we're going back to the purple tier, which means cases have risen so high, so fast that we're going back into shutdown. I know people are fatigued. I know people are tired and just want to see their family. Thanksgiving is coming up. And this is a lot. Racial tensions, the election, um, um, issues still arising from that. But the Lord says, hold on. He still sees you. And he is still able to do what you need him to do. Yes, Lord. Number one, she broke in. She wasn't welcome in the house of Simon the leper with Jesus and his boys. Number two, she broke the rules. She was well aware of the fact that men and women in Jewish society did not congregate publicly. She knew it. And number three, come on, she broke the box. Ooh, it's one thing to think outside the box. It's another thing to break the box altogether. <laughs> I want to know which woman are you? Come on here. In other words, she broke herself. This woman is unique. She is an individual because she shows us how to move from business as usual. And she does something nobody else was doing. She worshiped Jesus. Now, now get the picture. Get the picture. It already says that Jesus was um, in Bethany in the house of Simon the leper. As he sat at meat uh, uh, with his boys, there came a woman. Now, get the picture. Jesus is there. Simon is there. His boys were there. Did nobody think to start worshiping? 
do you do in the presence of Jesus? Are you so distracted, so caught off guard, so into form and formality that you forget Jesus? Sitting in your living room, just like Mary and Martha. You remember that story? You can get so distracted to the point that you forget the purpose. Whenever you are in the presence of Jesus, worship is the order of the day. Look what happened. (laughs) This woman worshiped Jesus. She broke the box, which meant she broke herself. So it is with you, O woman of God. We must realize that it's not about us. It's about Jesus. Tell yourself, break yourself. Out of all them people in that house, she was the only one that had the presence of mind to worship her worthy Jesus. What did it say? There came a woman having an alabaster box of ointment of spikenard, very precious, and she broke the box and poured it on his head. This was an act. Of worship. Giving the Lord your best. No matter what it costs you. I said no matter what it costs you. Giving the Lord your best. Even at a time like this. So, so, so we looked at her identity. She was a woman. Her individuality. She knew the rules. But she was unique enough. To bust the move And get what she needed from God. Number three. Come on. Her influence. Her influence. (laughs) Influence means her ability to effect change. To make something happen. To leave something a little better when you leave than when you found it. When this woman broke the box, the aroma The fragrance filled the room. She changed the entire atmosphere of the house. In other words, what was inside the box now flowed freely outside the box. Everyone knew she was there. It was unmistakable. That is to say, true worship then is unmistakable. When you begin to worship your worthy God, what lives on the inside will flow freely to the outside. See, let me throw this in for free. Um, You don't wait to get to the sanctuary to start worshiping. Mm -mm. Worship happens at your house. Because worship is letting the Lord know, you know, his worth in your life. That if it had not been for the Lord who was on your side, where would you be? If the Lord had not reached down and pulled you up out of the muck and the miry clay, where would you be? You know the Lord's work worth. So you begin to blow him kisses in worship. You begin to tell him, Lord, there's none like you. Lord, I bless you. I thank you. I praise you. And you don't wait to get to the sanctuary to start to do that. It happens at home. Oh, Lord. Church, the sanctuary. It's just an offshoot of what you should have been doing at your house. Thank you, Lord. So what flows out of worship is going to flow no matter where you are. Because the Lord is omnipresent. He's at your house and he's at the sanctuary. Uh, He's outside. He's inside. He lives inside of us. We are walking tabernacles. 
Come on, walking sanctuaries, walking Bibles. Come on, we are the only Bible some people may ever read. And all they're doing is looking at the fruit you bear. When you begin to worship your worthy God, what lives on the inside will flow freely to the outside. You don't know my story. Song said all the things that I've been through. You can't feel my pain. What I had to go through to get here. You'll never understand my praise. So don't try to figure it out because my worship, my worship is for real. People are watching you. Worship gives off a sweet aroma to the Savior. Now, let me throw this in for free. There's a difference between a stench and an aroma. Come on, when you think about baking bread or chocolate chip cookies, come on, a collard green. They, they have a distinctive smell and aroma. Come on. Come on. Dressing for Thanksgiving. Come on here. You know how the house gonna start to smell at Thanksgiving, even if it's not a whole bunch of folks congregating at your house. You you know what turkey and dressing smell like? It's an aroma, but you also know what garbage smell like. Come on. You know they've been in the house too long. You know, gar there's a difference between a stench and an aroma. The Lord wants our worship and our prayer and our praise to come up before Him as a sweet smelling savor, to our sweet smelling Savior. <laughs> Glory to God. People are watching. Go ahead and praise him. The Lord says, they that worship me must worship me in spirit and in truth. Worship him. Worship him. This woman ignored the observers and focused on Jesus. She ignored the spectators and focused on the Savior. You too have influence. People are watching you. They want to know not only why you do what you do, but they want to know how you do what you do. It's not that they're willing to copy, but sometimes people are lost and they just don't know. Be the one they can point to as a worshiper. Come on. This woman has an identity. She is a woman. She too was created in the image and the likeness of God. Fearfully and wonderfully made. Come on, don't trade your femininity for anything else. Be the woman God created you to be. That's her identity, her individuality. There was something she needed from God, something specific, something unique. Didn't nobody else need it? Wasn't nobody else worshiping? Oh, but you know what you need from him. Her influence, she caused a change in atmosphere in that whole house. You've been called to effect change. Each of us has a sphere of influence. That's what, don't get jealous and don't get mad at other folk. Light up the corner where you are. Stop cursing the darkness and go ahead and light a candle. The world needs what you have. Don't stop. We can't stop. We won't stop. We are relentless in our pursuit of God the Father, relentless in our efforts to worship in spirit and in truth. We are relentless in going after what God told us we could have. We will not relent. That means we will not give up. We will not give in. There's something we need from God. And we can't stop. We don't stop. We won't stop until we get it. In the end. 
I want us to, 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 to get this. Worship will cost you something. Hear me well, women of God. I said worship will cost you something. Look again at verse three. We can't even get out of verse three. And being in Bethany in the house of Simon the leper, as he sat at meat, there came a woman having an alabaster box of ointment of spikenard, very precious. And she break the box and poured it on his head. So there's some homework tonight. I want you to look up alabaster. I want you to look up spikenard. Look it up. The Bible says she break the box and poured it on his head. Look at four. And there was some that had indignation within themselves. They just got plain indignant and said, why was this waste of the ointment made? <laughs> Verse three again says it was very costly, very precious. It cost more than money, though. So let me, I'm going to throw this in for free. I am taking. Um, I, I'm enrolled in a chaplaincy program right now. And we're praying that God would would open some doors in that area. Um, we were on Travis Air Force Base. And I was sitting in on a chaplain meeting one Friday. And, and, and the man in charge, he got up and he was addressing um, everyone there. And they were saluting and everything. And I just remarked how, how, how spit shined and polished everybody looked. Even though they had on their fatigues. Everybody, uh, what I call fatigue, the camouflage. Uh, um... Everybody was so, they stood so erect and so straight and they just, just, just looked like they knew what they were doing. They were addressing each other accordingly and everybody was, yes, ma'am, or yes, sir. And so, you know, they entertained questions at the end and I raised my hand. I said, I want to know where I can get a uniform like this. Well, the man in charge smirked a little bit and he laughed it off. He said, well, this uniform is very expensive. You, you won't be getting this off, off, <laughs> off the rack. No, this one will cost you everything. So it reminded me of this woman and her story. Somebody was mad because they said, why was this waste made? She done broke this box. And, and don't she know what was in that? Uh, it was expensive, but he really had no idea how expensive. See, he was talking about maybe a, a week's wages, month's wages, even a year's wages. But it cost more than that. It cost this woman everything. What did it cost her? Her dignity. She shouldn't have been there and she knew it. They were going to talk about her and she knew it. She was going to be the focus of gossip and she knew it. She was going to be the object of ridicule, but she knew it. But sometimes when you need something bad enough, none of that will matter. Because in the grand scheme of things, all that matters is me and Jesus. I don't even see you and your opinion don't even much matter. <laughs> It cost her her reputation. For what must the other men in the room have thought about her? The only woman in a room full of men. And, and what must the other women in the city must have thought about her? Somebody say scandalous. See, folk will always put they spin on your story. Folk gonna always put, put they, what they call it, putting two on a ten? Or is it ten on the two? I'm not sure about that. Y'all, y'all hit me up on Facebook. Tell me, is it two on a 10, 10 on a two? But the, the point is you're putting too much on it. You're just putting too much on it. Because this ain't, you don't know my story. You don't know. You're over here trying to tell it. You can't tell it. Let me tell it. 
<laughs> it cost her the stares and the misunderstandings of everybody in that house. They won't understand why you do what you do, but do it anyway. Keep pleasing God, for it is better to trust in God than to put confidence in man. She was misunderstood. She was ignored. And finally, she was insulted. Look at verse 5. Let's get on down to verse 5. They said, why was this waste made? You hear? The Bible says some of them. Some of them said, why was this waste made? In other words, they said it was a waste, a waste of time. A waste of energy and a waste of good money. But here's my word to you this, this day. It is not a waste. In her defense, Jesus comes to her rescue. Now, remember, she wasn't invited. She wasn't welcome. She wasn't wanted. She, 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 she in other words, they were sick of her. Can you imagine? You talk about the side eye. They were just downright indignant with this woman. But but something curious happens in verse 6. You see it? And Jesus said, leave her alone. Jesus has a way, I already told you, of getting folk off you. Jesus said, leave her alone. Don't you worry about your haters. Don't worry about the naysayers. Let the Lord handle them. Don't worry about who's digging ditches. I heard grandma say, and I said it before, if you dig one ditch, you better dig two. Because the ditch you dig just might be for you. Don't worry, girl. It's worth it. Being misunderstood is going to be worth it. Don't worry. Every sleepless night, worth it. Every misunderstanding, worth it. Being left out. Being shut down. Being ridiculed and and, 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 and just ostracized and criticized. Why? Because Jesus says in the end, leave her alone. The Lord was pleased with her service. And that's a word I want to tell you today. The Lord is pleased with your service. He knows it's hard. He knows you miss your family. He knows this has been a rough year. The Lord knows. But you who have been faithful of a few things, he said, I will make you ruler over many. It's not a waste. Your prayers are not a waste. Your praise is not a waste. Your worship is not a waste. Jesus said, leave her alone. Because what's in you is going to come out. But see, there's a difference between breaking something and pouring it out. See, see, uh, she could have gotten a key and just opened the latch and and started taking, you know, the little perfume out and and daintily pouring it on Jesus and and all this here. Uh, uh, uh Uh-huh. She could have done that. But, But when you pour something, you control it. Come on. I'm reminded of waiters and waitresses at, at at a restaurant. They have the pitcher and they are in control of how much you get. They pour it in your glass or pour it in your little cup or they pour, they pour. They're in control of that. Oh, but when you break something, it ain't no controlling it. It goes all over everywhere. So it was with this woman. She deliberately broke the box so that she could get the fragrance, the perfume and pour it on the head of Jesus because he's worth it. My utmost for his highest, my best 
for my Savior. The Lord doesn't want you to control your worship. Give it freely. Let it pour. Let it pour. Let it pour. <laughs> let it pour, woman, till you can't pour no more. In the end, not only did she use a vessel, she was the vessel. Not only did she break the vessel, but she broke herself. Vessels are best when vessels are broken. Say it with me. Vessels are best when vessels are broken. It's not what's in the box. It's what's in you. The word is break yourself. Break yourself. That means ain't no more cute. Ain't no more excuses. Ain't no more dainty. Ain't no together. Ain't no more trying to get it together. Ain't no honey. 2020 to put a stop to a whole bunch of stuff. Can't get your hair done like, like you need to worship in it. Worship him anyway. You don't wear your pumps and your stockings no more. Worship him anyway. <laughs> Got to have church outside on, on the grass. Worship him anyway. Break yourself. The Lord is trying to break some habits. Let him do it. Let him do it. Break some traditions. Let him do it. Break some attitudes. Let him do it. Break you down. Let him do it. Break your silence. Come on, break out of your tradition. Break out in a dance. Break out in a shout. Souvenir. Shout unto God with the voice of triumph and tell the Lord, use me, Lord, in your service. For I am willing, Lord, to run on all the way. God bless you, women. See you next week.